you're listening to this right now, I'm going to need you to grab a notebook, grab a pen, and take some notes. I am giving you guys some major tips. I'm dropping gems and insights on my journey from my job search. I know way too much about this subject. If you or anyone you know is looking for a job, this is the episode for you. Hope you guys enjoy. She's Lisa and she rants. You are now listening to the Lisa Rants Podcast. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Lisa Rants Podcast. I'm your host, Lisa Smith, and I'm extremely excited about this episode for you guys today. I've been wanting to do tips for the job search episode for a while now, but I think it is extra appropriate because... I just started a new job about a month ago. <laughs> yes, yes. Thank you. Thank you so, so much. I'm really, really happy, and everything turned out so well, but I'm not going to lie, it was very, very difficult, a lot more difficult than I thought. And between my first job out of college and getting this job, I have so many tips and insights and experiences that you wouldn't believe on the job search. I've actually gone back to my university twice to speak to graduating seniors about this subject, so I'm very well versed, I have a ton of knowledge, and I'm ready to give it all to you guys today. So, with that being said, let's get started. All right, you guys, I do want to start off by saying that this episode is not just for graduating seniors in college, you know, this is for anyone at any stage of life. Even if you're in your early 30s trying to make a career transition, um, I got you. You know, all these tips will apply. So I don't want anyone to feel left out. This applies for anyone trying to get a job in corporate America. It's hard out here. So I got you. So I just want to start off by saying, um, telling you guys about my experience. So I graduated college in 2016 uh, with a degree in marketing. And I'm not going to lie, I was very naive about (laughs) the difficulties of how (laughs) the job process would be for me. Um, I graduated, I had extremely good grades. I graduated um, magna cum laude, had 3.75 GPA, like I had two extremely good internships under my belt and I just thought it'd be easy for me. I was like, hey, I did everything right. I'm going to go home to Boston where there's a lot of opportunity and I'm going to get a job. And it's funny. I remember my professor, she's like a huge mentor to me, Professor Carrie. I hope you're listening. If you are, hello. Um, She was telling me that, you know, I should just kind of like take a break. Like when I graduate, kind of like take the summer off, travel, do things. And I was like, no, no, no. I need to find a job. Um, So right like probably the day after I graduated even maybe like beforehand I was just on Indeed and all the job search sites just looking for jobs applying applying and um I was just like yeah it's gonna happen easily I'll get a job by like July you know what I mean I really really did think it was gonna be easy so um if you are graduating seniors out there I don't want you to be naive um it's not as easy as you think so It took me about six months to find my first job, and surprisingly, that is actually the norm. If you look at statistics, it usually takes about six to nine months for graduating college seniors to find their first job out of college. So I know it's a misconception. I know there's a lot of people in college who like to flex, and they're like, "Uh I have a job waiting for me right when we graduate, blah, blah, blah. But you have to remember that a lot of people who say this you know, they do maybe have connections in their family or like someone helped them get a job. 
And that's awesome for them, but most people like me who didn't have any connections, my mom, dad, no one knew anybody to help me, um, you know, just trying to get a job by yourself, it's going to take some time. So, you know, don't don't just like compare yourself to others. I think that's a major thing with this. Like, don't compare yourself to everyone else you graduated. Like, how did they get a job? I can't get a job. Don't worry about it. Everyone has their own journey and you're going to find a job when it's right for you. So I just want to preface that by saying I was naive graduating college do not be naive it is really hard and that's the first kind of subject I want to say talk to you guys about is just like no one tells you how hard it is it really is hard and I'm not saying this to discourage you but I'm saying it to prepare you and to let you know that you really do have to put in work um you know a job isn't just gonna fall in your lap like I said for some people it does for some people they have connections for some people it's really easy but for a lot of us it's really hard and I think that's the reality that really smacks you in the face right when you graduate college and you know when months and months start going by and your parents are asking you why don't you have a job why don't you have a job and your student loans are gonna start you know kicking in and taking that three hundred dollars or whatever um you have out of your bank account you know it gets a little stressful so I'm just telling you guys this to prepare you, not to scare you, because I just wish someone told me, because <laughs> um, I think in general, just adulting right after college, everything just kind of hits you all at once, and um, I really wish I listened to my professor, and I'm actually glad it took me six months, and this is why, because it was really... Um, <laughs> First of all, humbling, but I got to really enjoy summer 2016. Everyone knows that was the best summer of all time, and um, I was really able to enjoy it. I got to, you know, just like travel and like have fun and like really just have that last summer before adulthood because honestly, once you start that nine to five corporate job, you don't really have a summer ever again. You know what I mean? So I'm really glad that it took me six months and I got to have that time off and like be with my friends, have fun, go out. And it was an incredible summer. So I'm really glad that I didn't get a job in June or July because I wouldn't have been able to really enjoy myself. So just beware of that. Okay. So here are some tips that I want to give you guys on ways to kind of avoid these obstacles um, when you're looking for a job. Number one is try to do internships. This is for college seniors. Um, try to do internships. It's so important, like, especially for my industry of marketing, they really wanted to see that you had experience. Experience, experience, experience. That's what they wanted. You have to think about it. No one wants to just hire someone who doesn't know anything. A lot of these jobs, a lot of these companies, they're crazy busy. They do not have some time to train someone from scratch, okay? And um, honestly, like, Having a degree is not that impressive anymore, and I know that sounds crazy, but it's like, just because you have a bachelor's degree, it's like, they're like, okay, whatever, that doesn't matter, everyone has a degree now, you know, you need skills, you need experience, you need something that helps you stand out for the from the crowd. Um, number two, like I said, brush up on your skills. I know for marketing, I know I'm kind of referencing to marketing a lot, but you know, that's all I know, but this can be um, for any kind of job field that you're in, but for marketing, like, for me, I ran into the problem of when I would apply to jobs, they liked me a lot, but they'd be like, hey, do you have graphic design experience? And I'd be like, no. And they're like, okay, well, we want someone with graphic design experience. You know what I mean? Like, they just because you have a degree in marketing, they want you to be a graphic designer. They want you to be a social media expert. You know, they want all this, all these skills and all these, you know, things in one package. And you really have to make sure you know a lot about what kind of, um, skills and requirements that the job role you want 
is asking for. And that leads me to number three. You guys need to be clear on the type of job you want. Make sure you meet all those qualifications. You know, when you're looking up on job board sites and you see like, for example, for me, it was like marketing assistant, marketing coordinator. You have to see like, what are they looking for? If they say that they want two to three years of experience, like I know a lot of people say that like you should still apply, but at the same time, like you just need to, you need to have ex- any, some experience. Like if you don't have an internship at all, if you're literally just putting that, like you used to work at, um, American Eagle for like five years, that's awesome, but it's not going to help you get hired in a marketing job. It's not going to help you get hired in an engineering position because they're not seeing that you have any type of experience in your field. So that's really important to get experience in your field, know what they're looking for, brush up on the skills that are relevant to the job that you want. You know, like if you're, if you're trying to be a coder and you don't have any coding skills on your resume, why would they hire you? Um, I'm going to get into resume tips in a second, but it's just really important that you meet qualifications of what they want. They don't want to hire someone right off the bat. And I'm going to start talking to people in their early 20s as well, because here's a trend that I've been seeing a lot. I'm not trying to slander anybody, okay? But my mom actually does a lot of hiring at her company. And um, a lot of people, um, I don't have my master's degree, but a lot of people... um, They'll get their master's degree straight out of college. And um, for one thing, I've I've talked to a lot of mentors why this isn't the best idea sometimes only because if you aren't sure that you like your field, like let's just say I got a bachelor's degree in marketing and I hated it, right? Um, if I didn't start my job and then I went to get a master's also in marketing or marketing communications or whatever, um, I would then have these two degrees that weren't relevant to anything I wanted to do. So I've heard a lot of advice to, you know, sometimes wait to get your master's. And if you didn't, that's fine. But like I said, make sure that you still have some experience, even though you have your master's. I know my mom, like I said, she personally hires people. And if she sees someone come in with a master's degree, um, obviously, when you have a master's degree, you can demand more money. You can, you know, you have sort of more power when you have a master's degree, which is awesome. But she has told me that she will turn people away who have a master's because you know she doesn't want to you know if they don't have experience she doesn't want to have to train them and then pay them more you know especially if they don't have experience so having a master's with no experience it's not going to help you you still need that experience you still need those skills so um I know I just feel like it's a common misconception that people like oh I got my master's so I'm definitely going to get a job now um that's not always the case so just want you guys to be aware of that All right, so let me start talking about resumes. I know I'm like kind of speeding through this. I hope I'm not, but I just talk really fast, you know. Lisa rants. I hope you guys are staying up with me. Um, Feel free to pause, take notes, because I want you guys to really um, understand all of this. So resumes, resumes, resumes. Okay, so (laughs) this was a huge problem that I had um, when I graduated college because I felt like all summer I was sending resumes everywhere like literally everywhere and I never got a response back just would never hear from anyone and so that got really discouraging because I was like okay like (laughs) there's got to be someone who's interested in even speaking to me or something you know and I um quickly realized I'm like all right there must be something just wrong with my resume and um 
resumes are extremely key like they're very very important and I know people they don't think they are but they really really are um for my industry of marketing I knew I wanted to be in in digital marketing and I saw that a lot of my um peers they had really like cool trendy like very like nice modern cool resumes for marketing the marketing advertising communications industry you can get away with having a really fun resume and that really stands out and um mine was like you know the average resume just like black and white very plain times new roman and i was like you know what this is not appealing for my industry this is not gonna help me get a job so i ended up finding this massive resource that's incredible you guys please write this website down i'm not kidding ResumeNow.com. I have used this for my resume to get my current job and I've used it um, to get my last job. Like this, this platform is the shit. Like I feel like it's a hidden gem. No one talks about it. Sorry, excuse me for my language. I swear in most of my podcasts, but I want this to like be helpful for people. So I don't want people to be like turned off that I'm swearing. Okay, sorry. So (laughs) ResumeNow.com is the best resume website like it helps you craft the perfect resume from formatting to design and it even helps you if you type in the job role you're looking for it'll give you specific keywords it'll give you the exact wording that you need to use because I don't know if you guys know this but a lot of job portals and things like that they will you know when you submit your resume on indeed LinkedIn sometimes they can just like like filter your resume if they don't have certain keywords that the job recruiter is looking for it's just gonna like disappear you know they're not even gonna see it they're not even gonna look at it so a website like resume now I think you do have to pay for like the premium version um so I think I paid like $19.99 and but honestly like when you're looking for a job like that's nothing you know what I mean like I know it sounds like oh I have to pay but Honestly, if you want a really good resume, if you actually want to get calls, you want to get interviews, you need to use this platform. It's $19.99. There's also other, obviously, resources. Like, you can get, like, those professional resume makers. I've never used them. I don't know how much they cost, but I'm sure resume now, $20 is definitely less than that. Um, And you can kind of, like, customize it. And, you know, you're not just kind of, like, trusting someone else to do it for you. You're still doing it yourself, but you really have those, like, really good tips and tricks on resumenow.com to really format your resume, make it look professional. They give you tips for like any job you're looking for, what they want to see. And you're not lying, right? I don't want to make it seem like resume now just kind of like puts in words for you and makes you lie. It'll make you look more appealing, but it just helps you craft a better, more appealing resume. And once I did this, once I used this, I, I had like such a pretty (laughs) resume that wasn't too over the top. It really, um, it showed off my skill set and my experience in a way that just was more attractive. And I started to get interviews like that, like over and over again. So this was at the end of the summer. I finally started just to get interviews around August and then I was hired in around October. So I think that would cut off a huge time. If you don't have the right resume, no one's even going to bother to talk to you. Um, Like I said, so resumes, they're super important. Do not lie. Um, Have the appropriate design, depending on your industry. Use resume now and make sure your keywords are relevant to the job that you're looking for.
You can also reach out to hiring managers for advice on LinkedIn. Any person in your industry, just send them your resume and be like, hey, what do you think about my resume? Do you think it looks good? Do you think, um, you know, it reflects my abilities well? Do you think I'll get callbacks? Um, There's always people out there willing to help. So make sure your resume is on point. I know that's, you know, might seem typical to say, but like it's super important because if your resume is trash, (laughs) no one's going to call you, period. All right, so... Next topic I want to talk about is the application process for jobs. Um, I want to talk about the pros and cons of different platforms because I've used them all. Literally, I've used them all. Um, So my first job out of college, I actually ended up getting my job through a recruiter. Um, So this is someone who kind of reached out to me on LinkedIn and you know, just wanted to work with me, wanted to help me get a job. And I, I, I worked with her for a long time, pretty much all summer. So I would work with her and then I would also work with, um, no, I would just like do things myself, like still applying on LinkedIn and stuff like that. So, so the pros and cons of recruiters. So the pro is that you have someone literally helping you, giving you jobs that might be good for you. Um, they're kind of facilitating everything, making it happen. They vouch for you. Um, so that's good, but the bad part about it is (laughs) recruiters are, they kind of annoy me. So, and this is hard. So the first job I got, it was from a recruiter, right? But it took us so long for me to get a job because she was just kind of like, she's like, oh, you're a recent grad. You don't really need to do marketing. Like she didn't care really about what I wanted. Like this is no shade to her because she did end up getting me like the perfect job at the right time, but it kind of happened by accident. Right. So she was sending me to be like an assistant at like hotels and like weird jobs that didn't really have anything to do with my skill set or what I wanted. Um, she was just like, yeah, it'll help you like get in the door, like blah, 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 just get you a job. You know, they're just focused. They have, you have to remember recruiters, they're just trying to meet their quota. Like they have a bunch of jobs and they need to have people fill them. You know what I mean? So sometimes they aren't as sensitive as you would like. They don't really care about you as a person and what's going to be best for you. They're just trying to help you get a job. Um, so that's the thing that annoys me about them. So pros are that they are helping you they're kind of doing a lot of work for you but the the cons are that like sometimes a lot of agencies they just don't really care about what you want as a person they're just putting you in jobs so um I had a lot of just like horrible interviews that kind of just like wasted a lot of my time because there were a lot of just like admin roles that like I wasn't really interested in they had nothing to do with marketing or anything and I finally went to um my (laughs) first jobs interview it was actually to be a sales admin and I had told her I'm like I don't want to do sales. Like, you know, I did sales, um, in the past, like in the summers I would work at the airport and I did a lot of sales and I'm just not good at it. I, I can't, you know, tell people to buy things that they don't really need. I'm just not a good sales person. So, um, (laughs) she, it was for a sales admin role. I went into the interview. I was just like, so like not interested. I was just like, um, it was funny. I remember the woman asking me, she was like, oh, what are your favorite job? What are your favorite parts about the sales process? And I'm like, uh, nothing. Like, I don't know. Like I was, <laughs> I didn't care. And then it was so funny. It was, it was honestly like fate. I left the interview, didn't care about that company or the job at all, which is actually the company I ended up being at. And they called me and they're like, oh, Hey Lisa, um, 
we they actually really liked you and they're actually going to give your resume to the marketing manager because they think you'd be better on the marketing team. And I was like, ha, huh, oh my God, yes, I would be better on the marketing team. And the rest is history. I was able to get a marketing assistant job at that company and, you know, I spent two and a half years there and, you know, it was, it was the perfect kind of job role for me at the time. And it was just funny because like, yes, my recruiter helped me get that job, but she kind of didn't at the same time. So just be aware of recruiters. Um, a lot of them will just reach out to you. If, if they if you can't fill the role that they want you to fill, they'll ghost you, which is a huge thing. I'm going to talk about ghosting in a second. Um, yeah, so I don't know. Recruiters, eh, they're great, but they're like not great at the same time. Next thing, online job boards. <laughs> so Last job I got with the recruiter, this current job I got on a job board. I got it through Glassdoor, I'm pretty sure. So everyone uses the typical LinkedIn, Indeed, all the time. And I hate them. Like, I hate going on Indeed. I hate going on LinkedIn. I honestly feel like it's a waste of time. I really feel like your resume is never going to get seen ever like I'll see a like an amazing job and I'm like oh my god and LinkedIn it'll be like 300 current applicants it's like 300 people have already applied to that job like no one is looking through all of that you know what I'm saying you have to remember what it's like as someone who's um like hiring managers as soon as they like if they'll go through five resumes as soon as they see one that like remotely matches what they want they're going to call that person. You know what I mean? They're not looking through 300 resumes. They're just not. No one has time for that. So it's kind of like LinkedIn, indeed, it just it's honestly just like luck. You have to get there first. You know what I'm saying? And it's just tough. I really hate Indeed. I realized actually like I would apply to literally like 10 jobs on Indeed every single day. And then they would send me a notification like once a month being like, oh, your resume was reviewed. So I was like, wait, so you're telling me that like the 50 other jobs I applied for, my resume wasn't even viewed? Like dead ass. I don't know if people know that, but like Indeed tells you when someone looks at your resume. And like <laughs> the amount of jobs that I applied for, probably 1% of them were actually getting viewed. So it's crazy. Like I really just feel like it's a waste of time using Indeed and LinkedIn. I know this is an unpopular opinion, but I never had luck with Indeed and LinkedIn. So I started to look elsewhere. I was asking people, like, what other job boards are out there? Like, so another good ones are, like, Jobvites is really good. Um, ZipRecruiter. I love ZipRecruiter, actually, because they send you jobs that are specific to your resume. So, like... You upload your resume, you make your profile, they'll send you emails of jobs that'd be perfect for you. And honestly, most of the time they were really good jobs that were perfect for me. And um, I got a lot of phone calls and interviews that way. So I really love ZipRecruiter. And um, if you're from the Boston area, there's this job, there's this company called Built in Boston. So if you're more in the tech field, that's a really good one as well. I got an interview through that. And, um, but I got my actual job right now through Glassdoor. I love Glassdoor because you can really, um, you can really filter what you want. You put in like keywords, you put in how, what cities you want it in, how far you can put how much, like the salary range that you want. And, um, yeah, I found my job right on there. And I feel like 
I don't know. I just felt like Glassdoor really gave me jobs that I actually wanted and they have a lot of good, good jobs on there. Like, I feel like Indeed has, like, all those, like, weird, like, sketchy jobs on there and, yeah, I don't know. So, Glassdoor, highly recommend. ZipRecruiter, highly recommend. Um, yeah, so, like I said, pros and cons. The pros are that, obviously, it's the best way to for you to, like, find jobs, but the cons is that, like, I don't know, you kind of get worried that your resume is just going in this black hole and that it's never being seen. So yeah, I just want you guys to be aware of that. And last thing, networking. Networking is really important. Um, is it really important? I don't know. It definitely helps you get in the door quicker. So like, like I said, those people who graduate college and they're like, oh, I got a job. Like that's because of networking. They know someone, their parents know someone, their family knows someone that helped them get in the door. Um, So a lot of companies, they have like a really good referral program. Like my current company has a really good referral program. Um, You're more likely to get hired by someone that someone in the company knows or, you know what I'm saying? So networking is important in that regard. Um, For example, I had met this woman at some event that I went to last year, um, some like women in business event and she, I added her on LinkedIn and she worked at this really cool tech company and she told me that they were hiring for marketing. And, um, and then probably like a year later when I actually started looking for a job, I remembered her and I, and I sent her a message on LinkedIn and I was like, Hey, I'm really looking for a job. I, you know, love your help. I'm interested in this position. Like I told her the exact position I wanted. And with her help, I literally got an interview. I think probably two days later. So networking can really get you in the door thick, quick, fast, and in a hurry. Um, but the cons about networking, like for me, I ended up not wanting the job. <laughs> like I, I ended up realizing that the job wasn't for me. So you have to really make sure that you want the job that you're asking people to help you get because I just felt really bad afterwards because I had this woman kind of go out of her way to help me and then I kind of just like turned down the job. Um, So yeah, just be careful with that. Like if you're having someone help you, make sure you like, you know, I just, I just felt like I made her look bad or I don't know. I'm just overthinking the whole thing, but just make sure you don't, make the person who helped you look bad, make sure you like present yourself in a good way and, you know, just, just be appreciative. All right. So yeah, those are the pros and cons of the three platforms, online job boards, recruiters, networking, and yeah. So next topic I want to talk about is dealing with rejection. Oh my God, this is the worst. Like I've been rejected from like jobs that I really wanted like really wanted so bad so I have one story I have two stories one story is when I was fresh out of college in the summer looking for a job there was this company I'm not gonna say the name but they were rated like best place for like millennials to work or like something weird like that like college grads is the place to be you know And I went on my interview and the office looked so cool and everyone was so young and hip and awesome. And that interview was insane. And I actually want to talk about this. I honestly feel like when the, when the interview process is just like mad hard, like, 
screw those jobs. Like, I don't, I don't understand. They want you to do a whole project. Like, that is just doing the absolute most. Like, I don't like companies that do that. That's just me. But, like, you're doing the absolute most. Like, stop. You know what I mean? So, whatever. So, that job, I wanted it so bad. I was like, oh, my God, I want this job so bad. I I really thought I was going to get it. Like, I worked so hard to get this job. I went in and um, I had four interviews. No, I had to meet with four people. Sorry, I had to meet with five people and I ended up meeting with four of them and it was just like back to back to back, like so exhausting, like had to put on that smile and just like win these people over. And then this is this was a red flag, okay? I, I should have known that I wasn't gonna get this job. I should have known. So one, a girl who went to my university actually worked there, but she worked there at the front desk. Like, she was just, like, an assistant or a secretary. And so, like, I walked in and I'm like, oh, hi. And, like, so we both went to school for marketing and she's only the assistant, right? So I'm going after this, like, I think it was, like, a marketing manager role. I want to It was, like, something, like, kind of out of my league, I guess. Um, and And so... I'm having all these interviews and everyone's being like fake nice to me. Like, oh, I hate these companies where these people are so fake nice. Like, oh, it's so, it, it literally drives me insane. So um, I should have known it was a red flag. Seeing her out there, even though me and her were like, you know, on the same level, basically, like we graduated the same year and everything. And then I meet with four people when I'm supposed to meet with five. And I'm like, oh, I, I, I literally was like, aren't I supposed to meet with so-and-so? And they're like, oh no, like, I don't even know what they told me. They're like, oh, he's busy right now. Or like something weird like that. So I should have known that they were like, ah, don't waste your time. We don't want her. Like they knew right then and there that they didn't want me, right? Like it infuriates me talking about this because like people are so effing rude. Okay, so they knew that they didn't want me right then and there. They literally tell me, they're like, all right, Lisa, like, thank you so much. It was so nice to meet you. We're going to reach out and, like, for a second interview. Like, they literally tell me right there that they want to have a second interview with me. So I was like, yeah, cool. So I left. I was, like, super hype, whatever. Um, couple days go by. No, I actually sent up follow-up emails because everyone gave me their cards. So I was, like, super nice. I sent up follow-up emails to every single person. I'm like, thank you so much. I loved meeting you today. Like, really excited about this position. Like, I sent it to everyone. Like, four people. I sent them follow-up emails. No one responded to me. So I waited like a couple days because they told me that they like they said like by the end of the week, they were going to call me to set up a second interview. So it was like a Tuesday during my interview. And like by Thursday, I was like, OK, like, yo, what up? And I, th- I think I emailed I emailed them on Monday and I was like, hey, like, just want to know, like, you know, when's my second interview? Like, whatever. I literally started to stalk them because I wanted this job so bad. And they were, like, it was just, like, radio silence. No one was emailing me back. No one was hitting me up. I was getting ghosted by this company. Like, they were so rude. I can't even believe that they did this to me. Like, just, like, just tell me that, like, hey, Lisa, we thought about it. We just don't want you. Like, just tell me. Like, it was mad rude. So, like, I called again, like, the next week, like, later. And um, finally just, like, was like, hey, like, can I just know, like, what's going on? They're just like oh yeah, I think we're not, I think they did finally tell me that they weren't going to go through with it, but it like, they just like ghosted me for like two weeks and just like wouldn't tell me anything. I think it was longer than two weeks. I don't even know, but it was just really frustrating. So 
Oh, there's just a lot of instances. And I remember going to my mom right after and I cried, you guys. I was crying so hard because I was just so mad. Like, they just really led me on and I wanted that job more than anything. Like, I really did want it. And I was just so devastated. Like, ugh, I don't know. So that was one experience. And, you know, I just want to talk to you guys a little bit about, like, getting ghosted and the rejection. Like, you can't take it personal. Like, you cannot take it personal. And for me, I have to speak on this, obviously. Being a black woman, like, things are different. You know what I'm saying? So this job was kind of, like, in northern Massachusetts, kind of in the middle, you know, suburban town. Like, everyone in the office was white, which is fine. Like, I've been in offices where everyone's white. Like, that's not, like, an issue for me. Like, I don't care about that stuff. But I just felt like, Like, there was no reason why I shouldn't have got that job. I had all the experience that they wanted. And it's fine. Like, they just don't like me. But you do have to deal with that element of, like, low-key racism where they just don't really... They just don't want you there. You know what I'm saying? So, like, that's that's a factor, like, for minorities. Like, if you're working at a company that is majority white... Majority white men, you know, like, it's gonna be harder to get in the door. And that is the harsh reality. Like, my mom had to talk to me about that. Like, that is a thing. Um, so you have to be aware of that. And that's why I always vowed after that, I was like, I really want to work for a company that has more women that have more people of color. And, um, you know, luckily I was able to get jobs that had that. So anyway, so that probably was a factor. Maybe they just didn't want to hire a black girl or whatever. Um, maybe they just didn't think I was good for the role, whatever the case may be. I cannot take it personal and I cannot let it discourage me. I didn't let it discourage me. I cried to my mom. She was like, you know what, Lisa, it's okay. Keep going. You're going to get a job. Um, It just wasn't meant for you. You know what I mean? Like, and I'm so glad because they were like, they were, I'm swearing again, but like they're assholes for that. You know what I mean? Like, you don't just, just call me and just tell me like, hey, we're actually considering someone else. We just don't like, sorry, like you're not moving forward. Just tell me the truth. I don't understand why they couldn't just tell me the truth. Like, that was the part that was frustrating. And I, I wouldn't want to work for a company like that who was just going to lie to my face and lead me on and ghost me, you know? Like, it's like a relationship. It's like you don't want to date a guy who's going to treat you like that. You don't want a job that's going to treat you like that. So everything worked out for the best. Um, getting ghosted happens a lot. You can literally have an interview and then just never hear from them again. So this leads me to my second experience of getting rejected that was really, really... It wasn't really, really hard because I kind of... In the interview, I felt it. Like, I, my gut instinct was like, mm, I don't like these people. You know what I mean? So uh, I had another brutal two-hour interview, four different se- sessions. I had to meet with two girls. I had to meet with one girl and then another girl and then, like, the senior president of marketing. Like, it was a super intense interview. I had to do a project for them. I had to do, like, two phone interviews. Like, this interview process was insane like it was insane and it was this really cool company in Cambridge they had like beer on tap they had happy hour they had game room they had a gym they had all these cool things and I really wanted that job a recruiter hit me up for that job and um on LinkedIn he was like you'd be perfect for this job and there were so many red flags the recruiter was not nice he was so not nice he was like He was just, like, straight to the point. He had such an attitude all the time. Like, he wasn't supportive. He didn't make me feel good. And I remember I was in the Chipotle parking lot, and he, like, talking to him on the phone, and he was just, like, 
telling me all the stuff about this job. And I'm like, eh, I don't know if I really like the job role. But then he was trying to sell me on all the cool stuff that the company had. And that's what I really was looking for. I was looking for a company that had better company culture, that had perks and benefits and stuff like that. And he was selling me on it. So that's why I went forward with the interview process. And like, big mistake, like Lisa, big mistake. You should have never gone forward with it because... You guys, you have to follow your instincts because a job is so important. It's just like a relationship. Like, you have to remember you're going to be there every single day. Like, you really need to like what you're doing or it's just going to be a waste of time. So, bad vibes from the recruiter. Didn't really love the job role, but it had good pay and the company seemed cool. So, <laughs> that's the only reason I went after this job. So, that was like a big red flag. Um, I would... The first girl I interviewed with was like super like not friendly like the interview when I went into the office everyone just thought they were super cool like everyone was looking at me up and down like it was just not a comfortable environment the girl during my interview was like mad rude she's like oh I think the question actually was da -da 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 -da. like she was mad rude to me during the interview and I just felt it in the pit of my stomach I'm like uh I do not like this like I do not like this right so um that interview ended. It was so stressful. Like, it was really hard. And um, radio silence after that. Radio silence for, like, three weeks. So I knew I didn't get the job. I just knew it. I wasn't devastated by it because I felt the bad vibes. And I was like, you know what? I don't really care. I didn't care that much. Like, I wasn't devastated like I was the year before. Or, like, you know, my first job. I wasn't devastated like that. But, like, it was just annoying that I had to do all this stuff for them and they just like didn't have the courtesy to call me and tell me. Just send me an email and be like, mm, we're not interested. Like, like, I don't understand why that's so hard. So they literally ghosted me for three weeks. So I finally just reached out to the recruiter since he was such like he was so annoying. Like he was so rude to me. So I was like, hmm, so I guess I didn't get the job. He's like, oh, yeah, like. I'm going to find that out for you. He called me like 30 minutes later. He's like, yeah, like they're just going to move forward with another person. And I'm like, okay, well, let me know if you have any other jobs for me. And he was like, okay. Like he was just like, I knew he was just like over it. Like he, you know, like recruiters, they're only looking out for themselves. Like he was mad that he wasted time on me and he was mad that I didn't get the job. It's like, why are you mad at me? Like you didn't set me up for like success, you know, like I'm getting all mad, but he was so rude. So I really dealt with a lot of rude people. Like corporate America is not a nice place, especially if you're like minority, especially if you're a woman, like all these things, it's just really hard. So just be prepared and just like, I really had to learn to like getting ghosted is normal. It's unprofessional, but it's normal. And you don't want to, um, have a job from, get a job from a company whose people are going to ghost you. Um, you can't take it personal. If, if they're racist, I don't want to work for a company that's racist. Like it wasn't meant for me. Like, and I know all these like rejections, they were actually blessings because I, I knew that I did not want to work for a company like that. Like that company, they had people work until 8 PM and stuff like that. Like, nah, nah, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, just, just be aware of that. Like, don't get so heartbroken over rejection do not have do not put all your eggs in one basket because it's kind of funny for me all the jobs that like I didn't really care about getting are the ones I actually got and they were actually perfect for me so just just remember that um so wait where do I want to go with this now I've been like rambling but I really love this topic so for my noon job that I just got so I kind of, I told you guys all those bad stories to kind of um, help you see what it's supposed to be like when a job is meant for you. 
so by the time I went through all this like rejection, um, I finally was just like, I chilled out and I was like, Hey, I'm not going to use LinkedIn or indeed anymore. It's just not for me. I'm just going to use Glassdoor, ZipRecruiter. I'm going to see what happens. And I kind of just put out resumes and I just kind of forgot about it. I didn't stress about it. I finally got an interview request from my current company. Um, I knew that this company was for me because they were so organized. They were like, okay, when are you available? We're going to talk to you. They set it up. I had the interview. Next day, they're like, okay, we're going to have a second interview. They set it up right away. You know, like, they didn't play games with me at all. They had 100% communication. They told me every step of the way what to expect. They asked me if I had questions. Like, my current company was so good about everything. When I talked to my current manager on the phone for the first time, we immediately hit it off. Like, we really hit it off. Like, I could just... This is, sounds so corny, but, like, I, I, like, was so confident. Like, just the first interview, I'm like... I love this woman, like, she loves me, like, we just connected right off the bat, and everything was so easy, they didn't have me do any projects or stuff, like, yeah, it was still a long interview process, but they just wanted me to meet everyone on the team, and just, like, connect with them, and I connected with everyone on the team, I felt super comfortable, I went into the office, I loved it, everyone was super kind, they weren't judgmental, they weren't rude, they weren't looking at me up and down, rolling their eyes, like, it, it went so smoothly and I was just like, wow, like this is the kind of company I want to work for. These are the kind of people I want to work with. And um, the interview process just went so smoothly and I got the job. I got the salary range that I wanted. I got the top of my salary range, which was way higher than what any of those like rude people, like all those old jobs that were so rude to me that it was way higher than what they were going to pay me. It's just like, everything worked out the way it was supposed to and now I'm at my new job and I'm so happy like and um everything just really paid off and like I did everything I had to do I I applied on the platforms that I knew were good for me I had my resume I was confident in my abilities you know and I just I wasn't so attached to certain jobs or certain positions I didn't take things personal I didn't get discouraged I just kept going I kept applying and finally the perfect job for me landed in my lap and I kind of want to segue this into the last topic of just like settling and knowing your worth depending on your career level so when you're a graduating senior it is a little bit tougher. You're gonna, you might have to settle for your first job. And I know that sounds weird, but like for my first job, I did not get the pay that I originally wanted. And, you know, but like I got the perfect job for me at the time. But, um, how do I say this? Not that you need to settle for your first job, but like you have to remember that like your first job isn't going to be your end all be all job, especially nowadays, like us millennials, Gen Z, like, you know, it's okay to move on from a job after a year, after two years. Um, so you just kind of want to get that experience under your belt. You kind of want to, you, wh- whatever company is willing to hire you right after school, you kind of want to take it, especially if it's in your industry and especially if it aligns with what you want to do. Um, but you also have to, on the flip side of the coin, you have to know your worth. So for people like me who are in their early 20s, they're transitioning to their second job, third job, fourth job, corporate job. Um you do need to know your worth. Uh, So what happened to me was that before I got my job that I have now, I actually turned down two um, job offers. And I turned them down. This is going to sound so silly, but I was talking to Ariana about this. Hey, Ariana, if you're listening. 
Um, one was, I just didn't like the commute. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not like, it was in the middle of downtown Boston. I have a car. Like, there's nowhere for me to park. Like, I would have to take the train. I know it sounds bougie as hell, but like, I'm like, nah, like, I have a car, like, I want to drive to work, like, I want to park, like, I want to park in a parking lot for free, like, I, I didn't want that stress. Another job, um, didn't pay me in my salary range the, the, the pay I wanted. It was still a lot higher than my old job, but I, I knew my worth. I was like, no, I want this amount of money, so I turned it down. And I felt really silly doing this, right? Because I was like, oh, these were two really good jobs that could have been really good for me and stuff like that. But like, I just knew my worth. And I'm like, no, I, I, I feel like the job I want is out there. Like, it's possible for me to have everything I want. And a little bit of law of attraction manifestation for you guys. I'm sorry. I'm sorry if you get bored of this. But I wrote a list, Lacey Phillips style. I wrote a list of every single quality I wanted in my job. I'd said, I said, Boston area, Massachusetts area. I said, um, I want to have an easy commute. I said, I want to park there for free. I said, I don't want dogs around me. Cause I like, I know that's like a new thing, but like, I hate having animals in the office. It makes me uncomfortable. I don't like dogs. I literally wrote that on my list. I'm like, no dogs bothering me. I said supportive management. I put the salary range I wanted and I actually got higher than the one I wrote, wrote down. I wrote that I wanted supportive coworkers that that are friends. I wanted like cool company culture. I wrote all this stuff down and I told myself, I'm like, you're not going to settle until you get that job. And guess what guys I did. And like, it was such a crazy feeling starting my new job and looking at that list. And I literally could check off every single thing on my list. It was insane and I really manifested the hell out of this job if you guys want to hear more about my story you guys can actually go to the to be magnetic podcast the Lacey Phillips podcast um episode 33 she actually um in the first two minutes she literally reads my whole story about how I manifested my job so little plug there it was really cool to be featured on that so thanks Lacey and the gang um and yeah so just know your worth like if you're earlier in your career, you might have to settle for some things, but I knew for me, having all the experience I had under my belt, I knew that I wasn't going to settle. I'm in my early 20s now. I'm ready for that big girl job, and I knew exactly what I wanted, and um, I was just in my worth. I was able to turn down those other jobs with confidence because I knew that something better was on its way, and it was, and I got the exact job that I wanted and needed for my life, and I just couldn't be happier. So I just want to let you guys know, like, it's okay to settle if it if you're if you're young if you don't have any experience it's okay to settle but um you still need to know your worth and you know just make sure that you're getting paid what you deserve make sure that you are working at a company that aligns with your values aligns with your views um make sure you're doing work every day that you enjoy um I think it's really really important like I said you're gonna be doing it every single day um okay I think that is it actually for everything. Oh my god. Yeah, we're at 45 minutes now. I know you guys, some of you guys like the longer episodes, but some of you guys don't, but I really hope this was so informative for you guys. Um, I kind of just want to wrap it up with just kind of like everything I talked about and then some words of encouragement. Hope you guys don't mind. So like I said, if you're a graduating senior, don't be naive. It is hard. I'm not trying to discourage you, but it is hard. You really have to be on your shit, like do those internship internships, take classes on Photoshop or whatever your 
industry needs. Brush up on your skills. Um, make sure you meet those qualifications. Be clear on the job you want. If you want a job role, you have to make sure that your resume reflects what kind of job role um, they're looking for. Um, resumes, resumenow.com. Make sure you use that. It is incredible. Have those keywords. Make sure your design is attractive, minimalistic, simple. Um, reach out to hiring managers for advice. Um, different kind of job application platforms, online job boards, recruiters, networking. Use all of them. They're there to help you. Dealing with rejection, getting ghosted. Just don't take it personal. Know that that job was not meant for you. And settling versus knowing your worth. Um, you know, if you're early in your career, it's okay to settle. But as you get older, do not settle for a job that, you know, isn't right for you. So I just want to let you guys know that if you're on the job hunt right now, it is a long process. It is, it's hard. It's discouraging, but it's going to be okay. But like every single bad experience I had, it just showed me just like, you know, what kind of people are out here, what kind of companies are out here. And it makes me so grateful for the current job I have now. Like I really did this all by myself. I did it all on my own. No one helped me. And I got the job of my dreams and everything I went through just, it just really paid off. So if you guys are discouraged, like don't be discouraged. It takes time. Do not care about what other people are doing. Um, if people seem like they have jobs, they get them so easily. I feel like a lot of people think that I got my jobs very easily, but it's like, no, they don't know the heartbreak, the rejection, the ghosting that I've endured. Like <laughs> I've been in some toxic interview processes, let me tell you. And, um, you know, I really had to work hard. I did all the internships. I taught myself like different skill sets. You know, I really did work to get to this point where I am now. And I'm just so happy. And I want you guys to know that as long as you're focused on your goals and willing to work, willing to keep going, keep fighting, um, don't give up, don't settle for a horrible job just because you can't find the one you really want, it's going to come. You just have to be confident in yourself. Um, have that self-worth. Know that you deserve the job you want. So, yeah, I think that's it. End rant. Okay, I love you guys so, so much. I really hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Um... Please send it to anyone who's looking for a job right now who needs that, like, just little encouragement, who needs to know that, like, the end is near, that they will find a job. It's really hard when you feel the, the stress and the financial pressures of not having a job. I know that, you know, you just kind of want to find one. You're willing to just, like, settle for any job that lands your way. But, like, if you have a passion for a certain industry, if you want to be in the fashion industry, if you want to be a cop if you want to be this or that like stay focused towards your goal make that your plan a do whatever it takes um network um ask people for advice just do whatever you can to get the job you want it's not easy and it is discouraging but i got your back you got this we can do this we're all gonna be employed yes <laughs> okay end rant i swear all right i love you guys so so much talk to you next week bye